chapter 27 this chapter is about favor shown by giving bhagavat and vishnu sastranam dikshit's vital vision gita rahasya and kapardes this chapter describes how sai baba favored his devotees by granting them religious books after he had touched and consecrated them for parayan which is reading regularly and certain other matters preliminary when a man takes a plunge into sea he gets the merit of bathing in all the tirthas and sacred rivers similarly when a man takes a refuge at the feet of the satguru he gets the merit of bowing to the trinity that is brahma vishnu and mahesh and also para brahma victory be unto shri sai the wish fulfilling tree and the ocean of knowledge who gives us self realization o sai create in us reference for your stories let the readers and audience devour them with the same relish with which the chatak bird drinks the water from the clouds and becomes happy while listening to your stories let them and their families get all the true and pious emotions let their bodies perspire let their eyes be full of tears let their breath be steady let their minds be composed let their hair stand on end let them cry sob and quiver let their hostilities vanish when these things happen that is a sign of the grace of the guru dawning upon them when these emotions grow in you the guru is most pleased and will certainly lead you on the path of self realization the best way therefore to get free from the shackles of maya is our complete and wholehearted surrender to baba the vedas cannot take you across the ocean of maya it is only the satguru who can do so and make you see the god in all creatures granting consecrated book the various methods of imparting instructions followed by baba have already been noticed in the previous chapters in this we shall deal with one aspect of it it was the habit of some devotees to take to baba some religious books of which they wanted to make a special study and to receive the same back from him after they were touched and consecrated by him while reading such books daily they felt that baba was with them once Kaka Mahajani came to Shirdi with a copy of Eknath Bhagavat. Shama took this book to read in the masjid. There Baba took it from him, touched it and turning some pages here and there, gave it back to Shama and asked him to keep it with him. When Shama said that it belonged to Kaka and had to be returned to him, "No, no," replied Baba. "As I have given it to you, you better keep it." it will be of use to you in this way many books were entrusted to shama kaka mahajani after a few days came again with another copy of the same bhagavat and gave it in baba's hand then baba gave it back as prasad and asked him to preserve well and assured him that it would stand him in good stead kaka accepted it with reverence Shama and Vishnu Sahasranam 
Shama was a very intimate devotee of Baba. Baba wanted to favor him in a particular way by giving him a copy of Vishnu Sahasranam as prasad. This was done in the following way. Once a Ramadasi, who is a follower of the Saint Ramadas, came to Shirdi and stayed there for some time. The routine he followed daily was as follows. He got up early in the morning, washed his face, bathed and then after wearing saffron colored cloths and besmearing himself with sacred ashes, read Vishnu Sahasranam, a book giving a thousand names in praise of Vishnu and held second in importance to Bhagavad Gita and Adhyatma Ramayan that is the esoteric version of Rama's story with faith. He read these books very often. After some days, Baba thought of favoring and initiating Shama with Vishnu Sahasranam. He therefore called the Ramadasi to him and said to him that he was suffering from intense stomach pain and unless he took the cenopods, the pain would not stop. So he should please go to the bazaar and bring the drug. The Ramadasi closed his book and went to the bazaar. Then Baba came from his seat to Ramadasi's place of reading and took out the copy of Vishnu Sahasranam and after coming back to his seat said to Shama, Shama, this book is very valuable and efficacious so I present it to you. You read it. Once I suffered intensely and my heart began to palpitate and my life was in danger. At that critical moment, I hugged this book to my heart and then Shama, what a relief it gave me. I thought that Allah himself came down and saved me. So, I give this to you. Read it slowly, little by little. Read daily one name at least and it will do you good. Shama replied that he did not want it and that the owner of it, the Ramadasi, who was a bad-tempered, obstinate and irritable fellow, would certainly pick up a quarrel with him. Besides, being a rustic himself, he could not read distinctly the Sanskrit text of the book. Shama thought that Baba wanted to set him up against the Ramadasi by this act of his. But he had no idea what Baba felt for him. Baba must have thought to tie this necklace of Vishnu Sahasranam around the neck of Shama as he was an intimate devotee though a rustic and thus save him from the miseries of worldly existence. The efficacy of God's name is well known. It saves us from all sins and bad tendencies, frees us from the cycle of births and deaths. There is no easier sadhana than this. It is the best purifier of our mind. It requires no paraphernalia and no restrictions. It is so easy and so effective. This sadhana, Baba wanted Shama to practice, though he did not crave for it. So Baba forced this on him. It is also reported that long ago, Eknath Maharaj similarly forced this Vishnu Sahasranam on a poor Brahmin neighbor and thus saved him. The reading and study of this Vishnu Sahasranam is a broad open way 
of purifying the mind and hence baba thrust this on this devotee shama the ramadasi returned soon with senopods anachanchanaka who was then present and wanted to play the part of narad informed him of what happened narad is the celestial rishi who was well known for setting up confrontations between gods and demons and vice versa the ramadasi at once flared up he came down at once on shama with full fury he said that it was shama who set baba to send him away under the pretext of stomach ache for bringing the medicine and thus took away the book he began to scold and abuse shama and remarked that if the book was not returned he would dash his head shama calmly remonstrated with him but in vain then baba spoke kindly to him as follows o ramadasi what is the matter with you why are you so turbulent is not shama our boy why do you scold him unnecessarily how is it that you are so quarrelsome can you not speak soft and tender words you read these sacred books daily and still your mind is agitated and your passions uncontrolled what sort of ramadasi are you you ought to be indifferent to all things is it not strange that you should possess this book so strongly a true ramadasi should have no mamata but have samata towards all you are now quarreling with shama for a mere book go take your seat books can be had in plenty with money but not men think well and be considerate what worth is your book shama had no concern with it i took it up myself and gave it to him to know it by heart i thought shama might read it and benefit thereby and so i gave it to him how sweet were these words of baba soft tender and nectar like their effect was wonderful the ramadasi calmed down and said to shama that he would take pancharatna geeta in return shama was much pleased and said why one i shall give 10 copies in return so the matter was ultimately settled the question for consideration is why should the ramadasi press for pancharatna geeta a book for which he never cared to know and why should he who daily read religious books in the masjid in front of baba quarrel with shama before him we do not know how to apportion the blame and whom to blame we only say that had this incident not happened the importance of the subject the efficacy of god's name and the significance of vishnu sahasranam would not have been brought home to shama so we see that baba's method of teaching and initiating was unique in this case shama did gradually study the book and mastered its contents to such an extent that he was able to explain it to professor narke of the college of engineering pune the son-in-law of shriman bhuti and a devotee of baba vitil vision one day while kaka sahib dikshit was in meditation after his morning bath in the vada at shirdi he saw a vision of vitil 
when he went to see baba afterwards baba asked him did vidhal patel come did you not see him he is very elusive hold him fast otherwise he'll give you the slip and run away then at noon a certain hawker came there with 20 or 25 pictures of vitthal of pandarpur for sale mr dikshit was surprised to see that the form of the vitthal he saw in his meditation exactly tallied with that in the picture and he was also reminded of baba's words he therefore bought one picture most willingly and kept it in his shrine for worship geeta rahasya baba always loved those who studied brahma vidya that is metaphysics and encouraged them to give an instance once babu sahab joke received a post parcel it contained a copy of geeta rahasya by lokamanya tilak taking it under his armpit he came to shirdi and prostrated before baba when the parcel fell at baba's feet baba inquired what it was it was opened then and there and the book was placed in baba's hand he turned some pages here and there for a few minutes and took out a rupee from his pocket placed it on the book and handed the same with the rupee to jog and said to him read this completely and you will be benefited mr and mrs kapade let us close this chapter with a description of the kapades once dada sahab kapade came with his family and lived in shirdi for some months dada sahab was not an extraordinary was not an ordinary man he was the affluent and the most famous advocate of amravati and was a member of the council of state in delhi he was intelligent and a very good speaker still he dared not open his mouth before baba most devotees spoke and argued with baba off and on but only three who are kapade nulkar and buti kept always silent they were meek modest humble and good natured dada sahab who was able to expound panchadashi a well known sanskrit treatise on advait philosophy by the famous vidyaranya to others uttered no word when he came to the masjid before baba a man however learned he may be in vedas fades away before one who has realized brahma and becomes one with it learning cannot stand before self realization dada sahab stayed for 4 months but mrs kapade stayed for 7 both were highly pleased with their shirdi stay mrs kapade was faithful and devout and loved baba deeply every noon she brought nevedya herself to the masjid and after it was accepted by baba she used to return and take her meals on seeing her steady and firm devotion baba wanted to exhibit it to others one noon she brought a dish containing sansa puris rice soup kheer and other sundry articles to the masjid baba who usually waited for us got up at once went up to his seat and removing the cover from the dish began to partake of the things zealously shama then asked him why this partiality at times you throw away dishes of others and do not care to look at them 
but this appeals to you earnestly why is this dish brought by this lady so sweet this intrigues us baba then explained this food is really extraordinary in former birth this lady was a merchant's fat cow yielding much milk then she disappeared and took birth in a gardener's family then in a kshatriya family and married a merchant then she was born in a brahmin family i saw her after a very long time let me take some sweet morsels of love from her dish after saying this baba did full justice to her dish washed his mouth and hands belched out as he was fully satisfied and resumed his seat then she bowed down and began to shampoo baba's legs and he began to talk with her and knead her arms which were shampooing his legs on seeing this reciprocal reciprocal service shama began to joke and said it is going on well it is a wonderful sight to see god and his bhakta serving each other after being pleased with her sincere service baba asked her in low and fascinating tone to chant raja ram raja ram then and always and said if you do this your life's object will be achieved your mind will attain peace and you will be immensely benefited to persons unfamiliar with spiritual matters this might appear as a polite gesture but really it was not so it was a case of what is technically called shakti path that is transference of power from the guru to the disciple how effective were baba's words in an instant they pierced her heart and remained there this illustrates the nature of the relations that should subsist between the guru and the disciple both should love and serve each other as one there is no distinction nor any difference between them both are one and one cannot live without the other the disciple placing his head at the guru's feet is a gross or outward vision really and internally they are both one and the same those who see any difference between them are yet unripe and not perfect bow to shri sai peace be to all